Today's gospel reading is very short, but in it, it contains the entire mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's a very tough one to reconcile. It's asking us to do some amazing things, to lend without asking money in return, to love not just those that love us, but also those who hate us. Because even sinners love those who love them. Now to try and understand this gospel in a way that we can live with it is not easy. We either end up rationalizing it and saying God meant something else or we make it a standard that no one can keep and we abandon it and go about our business. But that's not what God has asked us to do. He's asked us to love our enemies. Now, this is not something that is easily understood because just as the cross is foolishness to the Gentiles and a stumbling block to the Jews, this doesn't make sense in our world. And if we try and understand it only with our mind, it will, destroy, it will distort us. It will not look the way God intended it to look. Doesn't mean that this gospel is an empowering bullies to take over the world and we all have to sit by and love them. Nor is it saying that when someone sins against us, we have a right to sin back against them, returning evil for evil. So that leaves us in a precarious position. How do we understand this? If we ask, how can I make this work? We're asking the wrong question. We're still a bully. We want the advantage. We're not going to understand it through reason. We're going to understand it when we come before God humbly, believing and trusting Him. It may not be easily understood the moment we step into that relationship of vulnerability and trust. And it's not meant to be. It's meant to be something that is learned through experience. That in the working out of our salvation, we begin to get a glimpse of the mystery of the cross. It is not that we are against truth. There is evil in the world. People do hurt one another. There are bullies. Yes, all that is true. But if we descend into our hearts and ask, why should God so favor me when I'm the way I am?
perhaps we can begin to be a little more humble and a little more patient with other people. Christ has shown us this by his example. He was not a pushover. He knew what it meant to take on flesh. He knew this machine that we all have. He knows its limits. But he also knows its possibilities. And the mystery is revealed in the trusting that we are willing to let go of retribution, to let go of security, to let go of the need to be right and to be in control. It's funny, on the way to work, I was listening to Kristen Tippett on being on Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock. And she was talking about a Buddhist monk, Thich Nhat Hanh. Never heard of him. He was Vietnamese. And this was his approach to life, to be mindfully present. And he said a beautiful thing. He said, he doesn't see the kingdom of God as devoid of suffering. Because Christ says, even now, the kingdom of God is within you. He sees it as turning that suffering into energy of joy, of insight, of power. He doesn't want his kids not to suffer. He wants them to suffer in order to be compassionate. Now if we understand this in the Western mindset and we work it out under what we think it means, it's going to look pretty ugly. And psychologists would say we're enablers or we have a problem. That's what happens when we try to do it based on our understanding. We have to assume that this is true and God means what he says. And what we also have to do is abandon our notion of what that looks like. A woman came to this Thich Nhat Hanh and said, I'm a policewoman. I carry a gun. I sometimes have to kill people. Will this work for me? And he said, it's not about what's going on out there. It's about what's going on in here. It's about your fears and your frustrations. You can be an agent of light. You can handle yourself in difficult circumstances that take someone else's pain and suffering and absorbs it and transforms it and gives it back as light. She didn't know what that looked like. She didn't know how she would do it. But one day she was called out on a domestic violence call. And she showed up. 
And there was a father bringing the daughter back from a visitation, a divorced couple, big man, 6'5", this policewoman's 5'3". And she right away assessed the situation. But this man was hurting. Normally she would have just slapped the cuffs on him, thrown him in the back of the car, taken him to jail. But she saw an opportunity. She separated them. She gave the daughter back because the husband was holding the daughter hostage and wouldn't let it go, let, wouldn't let the daughter go, and the daughter and the mother were terrified. But she took and gave the daughter to the mother and took the husband aside and began to talk to him and began to ask him questions. In a few minutes, he was weeping. The pain was coming out. And she was amazed, the policewoman was amazed that by being mindfully present, she was able to transform the situation. What could have turned out very violent or very ugly was transformative. A week later, the man saw her in, out shopping and he went over and picked her up and hugged her. Said, you saved my life. I was going to do something horrible, but you <clears throat> saved my life. Christ has called each of his followers to this way of thinking and being, to have this attitude, to lend without asking in return, to love our enemies. But we don't know how. We don't know what that looks like. And that's okay. Christ is asking us to follow Him and He will show us. He will help us work out our salvation in fear and trembling. He gives us other verses scattered throughout the Bible that help us understand that He's not asking us to be wimps, to let bullies dominate the world. He's asking us to take the log out of our own eye in order to take the speck of, out of our neighbor's eye. That is to take hatred out of our eye, to take the use of power and force to control the situation, give that up. Be there to speak the truth in love. Be there ready to receive the Holy Spirit. To act. To transform. That's what we're doing here. That's why we come to church on Sunday. What God has asked us to do is impossible on our own. We keep checking back. We keep thanking Him. As we understand more deeply and deeply what He has done for us. And what he has asked him, what he has asked us to help him do for the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.